Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Day one. <sighs> Tough going. I think the minute you stand still is the minute you're dead. Day two, um, 48 hours done now. Uh, three full days down, 72 hours in. Four full days in and I wanted to get Day five, uh, or five days done, sorry, going into day six now. Maybe it's been bred into me, but I've always had a, a curiosity to, to explore the world. Day 56, eight weeks, done and dusted. Mood is good, spirits are high. Day 43, done and dusted actually. Day 32, done and dusted. Anything and everything is, is achievable. Yeah, this is going to be fucking epic, man. This is only 24 hours in, and um, yeah, it's tough. My name is Damien Brown, and welcome to Deep Roots. So it's the night time of day one, a day that started in Kathmandu at 5 a.m. this morning. Um got picked up from my hotel by Gabina, who works for uh, CTSS, Climbing the Seven Summits, and um, we moved to the airport pretty swiftly. It was a, it was a little bit of um, activity around the place, which was pretty impressive at kind of quarter to six or six o'clock. Got to the airport and it was shambles, domestic departures, just... Yeah, reminded me very much of Africa. Um, doors closed, people with too much um, authority or thinking they have too much authority. So there was people everywhere, a lot of pointing. Uh, got through, was flying with Summit Air. And that in itself, again, another shambles. <laughs> Over to the check-in. Um, there was another guy from CTSS with me at that point, um, Shatkar. And he took a photo, or he had a photo of my passport on his phone that he gave to them. And then there was more kind of discussion and five or six people. And I'm just, you know, 
this sort of stuff fascinates me because I'm trying to work out what is happening in that situation. And um, a bit like Africa, it's um, it's nearly impossible because it makes no sense in the end what happens. And you're like, how was that discussion around this kind of thing, if you get me? Um, sure enough, my bags got taken and uh, rushed through to the gate. Uh, from check-in to the gate um, and then onto the bus, onto the plane and take off took about 15 minutes. It has to be a record. I've never, never experienced anything like that in my life. <laughs> and I've been on a lot of flights in a lot of strange corners of the world. And that was, um, that was <laughs> up there with um, the, the most bizarre. Um, onto this little, I think there was probably about five, six, uh, maybe 18 seats on it, either that or maybe, I don't know, 15 seats. And I was the last person on, so I got the one right at the bulkhead at the front. Everyone had left that because there was no view. Um, so that was a bit of a pity. Um, and if any of you guys um, were flying to a place called Lukla, which is only a 30 minute flight and I don't know if if you're aware of it. It's it's dubbed the mo the world's most dangerous airport, um, and it is spectacular in its uh, setting, uh, kind of between these peaks, and um, in a way, not having a window seat might have been a good thing. Even though I kind of do regret not having that view um, of what was kind of you know around us and going underneath us and that. I do like looking out the window of an airplane. But um, on the approach, we started to hit these little air pockets of um, turbulence. So the plane started bouncing up and down. Uh, and I looked out the window to my left and I could see we were only a few hundred meters from mountainside. And then I looked out the one to my right. And similarly, we were about the same distance and I just became <laughs> very kind of uh tense um all of us you know you realize your lack of control in a situation like that you're kind of a sitting duck uh what's going to happen there's nothing you can do about it and like i could feel myself um kind of uh, searching for something to hold on to you know to kind of brace myself for the next kind of um pocket of air um, turbulence and uh, and I couldn't find Denton, you know, there was nothing really to grab onto. Uh, and as I was doing that, um, the guy sitting beside me tapped me on the kind of knee twice. And I looked down and he was kind of smiling back at me going, it's grand, don't worry. He was a, a Nepalese guide. I think he was a guide anyway, or uh, maybe a tour. I was dressed like a guide, but maybe he was a tour operator. And uh, uh, his kind of um, state, you know, his uh, demeanor and his eyes, his kind of reassuringness in his eyes, I don't know, just helped kind of calm me a little bit. And I, I laughed at my incompetence to find something to hold on to. And the two of us laughed and then uh, kind of broke uh, my, um, yeah, my state, my tension filled state. And uh, yeah. There was a, a few more little dips here and there, but eventually we landed safe and sound. Off the plane, there was people already waiting for it, uh, that side, and then into this, uh, kind of rushed away from the um, that area, you know, like no pictures, people moving you along pretty quickly, I'd say, because... Um, 
well, it's a very picturesque setting and it's a very, um, it's kind of an infamous airport, you know, so people want to get some shots there and it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's beautiful shots to be had, but uh, there's plenty of guards around moving you along. And then it was kind of just, again, just this kind of open, you know, it was nothing really, it was just a, a room you could have walked out of there uh, and I was kind of waiting for my bags to come and they had said that um, uh, you would meet your guide there, CTSS had said it was uh, my uh, my Sherpa, Anoop, um, would be there. So I just kind of hung around there waiting for somebody to recognize me because I am pretty recognizable generally. And sure enough, he came up to me after a few minutes with a picture of me on his phone, kind of trying to compare and contrast if it was me and sure enough it was and then we found out that my duffel bag hadn't made the flight so we were going to have to chill out in Lukla for a little while uh, until that flight um, went back and then came again shuttle back and forth so um, yeah just into a tea house there and uh, it was grand actually quite enjoyed the fact that we weren't kind of rushing into a, a hike um, and got to got to chill in the tea house and charge some batteries and catch up with Roselle and um, and have a breakfast and a cup of coffee and uh, just have a stroll around Lukla and get a couple of photos of the 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 runway um, and what was happening around the place um, and then sure enough my duffel turned up and uh, repacked a bit of stuff and then um, then we took off and. Um, it was a lovely, lovely kind of two and a half hour hike. It was very relaxed, very chilled. It was um, all downhill though, basically, like most of it was down, which is was kind of unexpected and surprising. You know, um, I didn't particularly think that there'd be any down until after you hopefully get to the summit. Uh, so to start with this um, uh, going downhill for the first day, was yeah like I said unexpected and uh, I was a bit creaky because I have haven't done much in the last week like very little and no like you know the way uh, the way things have been this, my circumstances with uh, the birth of Elodie and you know spending some time in the, uh, quite a bit of time in the hospital and then um, just trying to make this uh, expedition happen then off the back of that you know I hadn't done any training or any stretching or any of that sort of stuff so and then all the travel you know two flights um, and sleeping on a sleeping on a couch in an abandoned in a closed restaurant in Singapore airport and you know you just you stiffen up quite a bit so um it was all a bit creaky so what that means for me is that my knees start pinching you know because um I don't have great when I get like that um when my hip and ankle mobility regresses a little bit uh compensates into my knees and I start getting all these pinches particularly going downhill um and not a big fan of going downhill generally and particularly after having you know not been primed or ready for it or um so yeah that was a bit um uh, that's just the way it was and uh since i got in here now we've done some stretching i got in i got into the uh when we got into the lodge um it was a nice area there is a nice area outside um bit of grass and it was kind of a little bit warm as well so did some stretching out there and I've done some tonight now and I'm feeling much better so um, yeah just been kind of chilling out here 
had lunch, uh, had a nice kip uh, for a couple hours. That was great, catching up on some sleep. And then um, and then we just went through some gear, me and Anoop, and there's a few little things I need to get that I haven't got. Uh, thermos, some batteries, some socks, maybe gloves, sleeping mat, a few little things I, I forgot to get in the, in the rush. And, um, but we'll get them in Namcha tomorrow. So, um, yeah, good day, good starts. The hike itself or the area or the the place is, is very peaceful. Um, there was lovely, it was quite hot, so it was kind of, I covered myself up well. Um, and it was, there was this lovely kind of um, whistling wind uh, and this beautiful light. It kind of like, I would, I think of it as an autumn light because I remember uh, visiting China a few years ago with um, a friend of mine, Onamali, and it reminds me hugely of that light that we encountered there. Of course, we're not a million miles from China here, but uh, that was kind of the uh, eastern China more than the part we were close to. Um, but uh, yeah, this beautiful kind of autumn light, even though it's spring here now, um, and uh, uh, walking through lovely villages, um, quite quaint and nice settings, some uh, volleyball cor courts, some walls reminded me of home, um, Connemara in particular, stone walls, and um, and not many people on not many people on the on the trek, you know, um, we didn't come across a whole lot of people, some donkeys, some yaks, um, and a few families actually. Uh, coming back to Lukla. I don't know if they were coming from Nancha or whatever, but that was lovely to see. They seemed to be American in, um, we passed three or four families of what I would say were American or Canadian maybe, um, which was, you know, quite uh, surprising firstly, and uh, it was very nice to see. Um, but generally it was a very quiet hike. Um, we didn't pass, we passed a few people because it's just the two of us who are moving along quite swiftly. Um, but uh, generally it was a, it was a nice, it was very easy going uh, day one. And uh, yeah, onwards, right? Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.